When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we will be talking Emmys throughout the show today. And, and let's just kick it off by making a bold statement. Um... We're not going to give any Emmy awards to the Emmy telecast. No, they would definitely not have won an Emmy last night for the Emmys telecast. Which is um, kind of sad uh, for a number of reasons, but we'll tell you uh, some of the reasons why we think that the Emmy telecast would not actually earn itself an Emmy. Okay. Bradley Trainer, We came with a plan today, kids. <laughs> yes, this is what a plan sounds like. Unlike, you know, the Emmys! <laughs> Uh, let's start with no host. Cause I think that's the thing that we first noticed. Actually, that's the thing that they tried to sell us from the opening moments of the Emmys telecast last night. They had Anthony. I can't remember his last name. Anthony. Albert. Oh, hold on. It starts with an A. Anyway, he opened, uh, there was this opening. Anthony and Timonic? Uh, nope. nope. Hold on. The guy, Anthony Anderson. Anderson, oh, thank so you. So memorable. Yes. So, well, oh from God. Blackish, like you'd know who you know he who was. Anthony is. You yeah. just can't remember his last name. Anyway, he did this whole uh, opening number where there was no, um, you know, there's no host. So then he's trying to like get a host and make it with the thing and the thing and everybody's run. But they still had a host to open the thing. But it was like the whole joke was like, we're not having a host. So, like, that was the first message you get. Like, we're going to make a big deal about not having a host. I would just like to inform those who were responsible for the Emmys telecast last night. Like, this is nothing new. And in fact, award shows, we've been praising award shows for going in that direction. Yeah. Because sometimes it's appropriate. Like, I think we've had sort of ambivalent feelings about no host. But at the end of the day, regardless... It's nothing new. Right. So to like make that your sort of signature kickoff moment seemed really sort of like it's just like your grandparents or your parents trying to use memes. You're like, oh, I don't know. Like, no, we've all moved on from the no host thing. That is not new anymore. This to me feels like what happens when all of the the brass are navel gazing. You know, when they're like, well, we're not going to have a host. We're going to have to tell everybody that we don't have a host and why we don't have a host. And then we need to remind them what. And we're over here saying we never actually cared about the host, but nobody asked us. I wouldn't have been able to tell you who the last Emmy host was, because other than the Oscars, I think, you know, the Oscars from traditions, uh, from solely the standpoint of tradition, we have a relationship with the host of um, that show, maybe the Golden Globes. Right. But for the most part, really just the Oscars. 
unless you're a keen award show viewer. And frankly, you guys, because of the nature of our jobs, we are most of the time. And if I can't tell you, I mean, I can't tell you a lot of things, but if I can't name the last Emmy host or the last 10 years of particular Emmy host, that means we don't care if you have a host or not. We're not even going to notice. So don't make that sort of a selling point or a defining characteristic of the broadcast I'm about to watch. And if you're trying to save some time by not having a host, thank you. Then don't do the whole bits that the host would be doing on why you don't have a host. I think Jason pointed that out on Twitter last yeah. night as he was watching like this whole save time by not having a host seems to really be adding a lot of time to the telecast. Because you seem to think, you being the producers of the Emmys, that we're so dim we can't figure it out with somebody to like walk us blindly through the telecast. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. We're fine. You know, technology is such these days. We'll follow. You lead. Just lead. Just go somewhere and we'll go with you. But quit trying to explain to us why you don't have a tour guide. On the payroll. Now, of the Emmys telecast last night, one of the other um, things that we thought meant that they don't deserve an Emmy award, and this is kind of related to what we just talked about, is the, the, the following pacing, the pacing after the opening number. The entire show was, it was so wonky. It really felt like, uh, and I think I'm, I'm sort of paraphrasing words you used earlier, Bradley, to describe this, like we were racing towards something, but we couldn't figure out what we were racing toward. It was clear that they were trying to cut some time off, but the way that they were doing it ended up kind of almost feeling like disrespectful to the winners or to all the nominees, I should say. So for example, they would go through a category. I'm going to make up a cockamamie category because just for argument's sake, they would be like, uh, and uh, you know, the uh, nominees for best TV show ever in the whole wide world, Game of Thrones, Fleabag. It was like that fast, yeah. clipping along. And I was like, okay, hold on a second. Yeah. Like, give each person who's nominated in each category or each show that's nominated in each category a beat so that we can... It reminded me of when my husband is scrolling through Netflix to see what we should watch next. And he's going so fast, I can't, can't even process. Register. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. It felt like we were racing towards um, nothing because I did have the feeling on the one hand that we were moving very quickly. Like, oh, wow. I looked down at my uh, watch and I was like, I didn't look down at my watch. I looked at the time on my phone because mm-hmm. I don't have a watch. Right. And I was like, Cause you're not it's, Nick Jonas. <laughs> it's eight o'clock. <laughs> It's only eight o'clock. It felt like it was later, which on the one hand, I think was because they were moving so quickly. The pace was just like, I didn't even realize, I didn't understand sort of how things were being broken up and what awards were coming next. And I really didn't even understand what award I was looking at until it was like awarded. Yeah. Which maybe that's an okay thing. Like we just want to get the people out to, you know, accept their awards and maybe then I'll pay attention. But I think it's also p- partially because. There was just nothing particularly. Mm, I, I there wasn't a lot that I wanted to pay attention to, other than the brief moments where celebrities who won uh, their awards came up and gave speeches. Right. So it was like the one hand I was just sort of like meh. The other hand, the the pacing was just like you know boom 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 boom, and then there would be like a weird awkward. I don't even know why these people are standing out here and we're doing this thing moment. Um, and then they would try to like, again, they're trying to be quick. They're trying to move through the thing. So they're blurting out all of the categories. But then you have like weird bits happening with the presenters where you're like, 
this is taking way too long. It's not funny. And I didn't show up for this. Right. It's, and also, I thought you weren't doing that because, because you we don't, don't have, have a host, host, which you keep on telling us that you don't have a host. Yeah. It just is. There's this like imbalance. They, it's like they don't know what they want to be. Now, I recognize that this sounds rich coming from two people who have complained endlessly on the length of award shows. But what what they were doing was a little bit like, again, back to the navel gazing. They're serving the celebrities egos by allowing them to have their bits, but not necessarily giving honor or due to the people who are there who have been nominated for awards. So the things that get the most real estate are the winners, which is great. And then the people, the presenters who are doing these weird, fun bits. Yeah. So. But it's so easy. Here's the answer. And I don't know why this is so hard for them to realize. The answer is yes and. Yes, we want a brief um, broadcast. And we want to be entertained. Right. So don't just cut things out and say, well, we're trying to save you time. Oh, okay, but if you're not then giving us things to to be entertained by... Well, then then it's going to seem long anyway. Right. So it's it's like you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's right. it's not just like, oh, and I can see where this actually this problem probably comes from a bunch of people sitting in around sitting around in a room, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. And, you know, you can see like a business person behind the scenes like, well, we got to cut this down because the audience says that they don't want to be here for this long. So let's just cut some stuff. And then they're arbitrarily cutting, you know, time down and nobody's focused on like, well, okay, what's what's remaining and how best can we deliver that that actually keeps people entertained? Yeah. How are we going to tie it all together to be an interesting telecast? Also, this is a moment in time and space in which the ability for television to tell fascinating stories and entertain is at its height. So you can't tell me that with all of these amazing shows on television right now, this is like the golden age of television. No, it's the platinum or whatever the superior it's like metal having is. It's next. Yes. It's like having its next big moment. We are spending more than we ever have on telling good stories. We are delivering on telling good stories. We have more uh, opportunities we have new, more places where we can watch these wonderful stories. And you're telling in our living me room in our fat pants that you can't come up with, you know, 90 minutes. Well, it's not 90 minutes, but, you know, 120 minutes or whatever it is of actually gripping television. All these people couldn't. I mean, and that's sort of the third reason why we think the Emmy Award telecast would not receive an Emmy is because it seemed to kind of even just really be disrespectful to its very own medium. This uh, and I really did have this feeling on the couch last night where. I think this award show sucks mostly because the people that are responsible for putting it on the air do not take what TV means in our culture as seriously as they should. And I don't know what that reason is. And they probably don't, you know, they're not saying that to themselves, but I just was sitting on the couch going like, again, more people watch TV than ever before. More people have more things to watch on TV than ever before. Maybe we're not all watching the same four shows. In fact, that's kind of the point. Like, everybody's got their favorite four shows that nobody else is watching because there's so many damn shows and there's so many good shows on television more than they do with movies. Right. There is our culture is now in a place with TV um, that it used to be with movies. And I feel like that awards um, ceremony needs to take on that heft or to use an overly used 
$20 word gravitas Mm -hmm. like the Oscars, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, here's what I wonder. I wonder if Hollywood hasn't quite adjusted to that yet because we all have adjusted, right? We, We all are like, yeah, no, our money goes to the streaming services where we can watch these things at, in our home and we can be selective about what we watch when and for how long versus going to the theaters that are dying a slow, painful death uh, and trying to get us in by giving us chairs that are like our house, right? So, like, they have not gotten hip to the fact that that this is kind of our new way of interacting because in, in Hollywood still, the hierarchy is movie stars over TV stars. Yeah. It is slowly changing where you're seeing movie stars starting to go, oh, wait a minute. No, the money is in television right now. Well, I, feel, what's, I get exactly what you're saying. But what's weird about that is that, like, okay, I feel like that was five years ago. So why are we still in 2019 just realizing yeah. that? Like, I think it probably, honestly, is like the people of Hollywood. You know what it's like when you are when you are in a place... A job uh, or like a family system or whatever, where everybody goes, but it's always been this way. And you just keep marching forward yeah. in the paradigm that has always been, even though the world has changed around you. It, it, and I, you get that sense when you're watching. It just felt like they, the people putting on the telecast last night did not take it as seriously as the audience deserves. Exactly. And... And the actors, actresses, directors, crew of these amazing TV shows also should take it. Yeah, I think they take it better in the sense that, like, that my favorite parts last night were yeah. the, you know, the speeches and the, the people themselves. I think they have a passion for what they're doing that the telecast did not honor. We will get to those speeches and those people a little bit later in the show. But when we come back, Holly Roberts has got all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with a dirt alert. Hello, Holly. Hey, girl. Welcome back, Penny. Oh, thanks for having me. Like you had a choice. We don't, and we're so glad about it. Uh, all right, so let's Most talk good. about the Emmys. Still, hi, Brad. Really glad to be back with you here. Uh, winners last night. Game of Thrones won the Best Drama Series Emmy last night. Also won an Emmy for Peter Dinklage in the Best Supporting Actor in a Drama category. It won 10 Emmys overall, excuse me, at the Creative Arts Emmys last weekend. So 12 in total oh my God. for Game I mean, of Thrones, even though a lot of people didn't like the last season of Game of Thrones. It got a lot of a, a lot of sass and a lot of flack. Do you know what's... Um, I don't know if you have this feeling, Colleen, because you didn't really watch the show either. I mean, we all sort of have a cultural awareness of this show. Yeah. But watching like the world who loves Game of Thrones... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... Six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Like, sort of be ecstatic over the Game of Thrones. And I mean that, like, the ex- the spiritual ecstatic, yep. not the, like, you know, funny ecstatic. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's a unique experience because... On the one hand, I appreciate that there's a value in a show like that, and I'm sure I would have enjoyed watching most of it. But it's like, okay, you guys, seriously, it was one show. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is hard, too, because, you know, what I don't want to discount, again, to your point, is the fact that this show was essentially like a very long, many year long movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it was. And that is huge. Yeah. But as a result of that, it was able to win year after year after year after year. And then to sweep the final year. It's crazy. Uh, but like it made me think that we should have a whole separate award show yeah. for like achievement for the entire series. Like, yay, you're done. Here's your ribbon. Yeah. And then let the other shows that have well, also done great work get some recognition as well. And again, time and a place, and I get it, and it's meaningful, and it's historic, and they deserve all their plaudits and values, and thank you, because I don't want the hate mail. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the world we live in today, and we've talked about this a little bit, there is so much other great TV going on in the world. That's right. And you saw my clap emojis between each one of those. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seems like the Emmys themselves are not really resonating with people because ratings were down to an all-time low from last night's telecast. Yikes. It posted a 5.7 rating and a 10 share overnight. Uh, Monday night football, excuse me, Sunday night football beat out the ratings. You know, I people were more interested in the Rams versus the Browns. I would be really interested in seeing how that broke down like minute by not minute by minute but like in 15 minute chunks yes because i wonder how many people didn't tune in and then get pretty quickly turned off yeah uh, or tuned in midway through and got turned just, off. I'm, I'm just curious about that. What's going on with these Emmys over yeah, here? Oh. I, oh, I'm going to check in on that. Oh, I don't know that show. <laughs> I don't know that. Well, it's so hard because to Bradley's point, where there is so much good TV happening, you can have a very fulfilling television life and not know about 90% of the TV shows Absolutely. that are available to you. And you could also, because it used to be, if you if there were like four great shows that everybody was watching and you weren't watching those four four great shows, you were somehow a loser. Yeah, woe unto you. And people were like, oh, you're one of those. You have to zig when everyone else is zagging. That's not the case now because you can have a very productive, fruitful, interior TV viewing life watching... I just love how, like, that just sounded like part of your personality that you nurture. Like, my yeah. TV life is great. But you do. But I get what it, I'm though. saying yes. is, like, you can, you can be zigging when everyone else is zagging. But here's the thing. Some people are zigging. Some are zagging. Some are zogging. Some are zogging. Some are zogging. Careful. Like, and, and all of those are equally meaningful mm-hmm. culturally and relevant. Because I could name, like, three shows that you have never heard of. Not you, but most people have never yeah. heard of that critically are equally um you know meaningful it's just that there's so many damn tv shows that are good out there it's absolutely true i actually have started to use the emmys and actually well the golden globes for that matter as well when it comes to tv as my like my record they're like my siskel and ebert of what i should be watching like if something gets a lot of awards and it's not something i've seen i think okay note to self, I should probably put that on my streaming list. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at least it served a purpose. It did. The Emmys last night yes. for you. Uh, there was uh, someone that we're familiar with on the Colleen and Bradley show that was at the Primetime Emmy Awards last night, and she took a very opportune selfie that would be Fair Abraham. Oh, oh I saw this. Course. With Jeff Bezos, with perhaps? Jeff, yes. yes. With the richest man in the world, one of the most powerful people on the planet, that would be Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos. Fair Abraham was in attendance at the Emmys last night. God knows for what reason. But she did take a selfie with Jeff Bezos. He, looking in the camera, probably not knowing who she is. And she says all. something like, hey, Jeff, what about that biopic? Like, yes. they're going to do a fair Abraham biopic on Amazon. Yeah. She okay, ca- here. But she captioned the photograph, let's do a deal for my biopic. Mm-hmm. Okay, this oh, is also, you know what I noticed about that photo this. that she posted? That, poted? <laughs> poted, that, he, looks, posted? that well, he looks like he's saying, somebody please rescue me? Yes. Um, it's got, she ran it through some kind of weird filter so that it glitters kind of like vaguely. Yeah. Off. Yes. It's so weird. Like, girl. Oh, I'm sorry. He's thirsty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly Roberts, thank you for that wonderful dirt alert. Yes. Uh, we will continue with our Emmy coverage uh, in all different ways after this on the Colleen and Bradley show. But we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. Oh, uh- 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Uh, but we need you to call. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Again, if you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey. and we really want to play, but we need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. Ooh. 30 second pop culture challenge. Well, here's the deal if you don't call in to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, then I will be forced to. Um, do it in Uh-oh. a voice. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm gonna go answer the phone now. Okay. Oh, good. Somebody oh, good. called. Somebody called. Yeah. So I wanted uh, to threaten you any further. What? I don't understand what happens on these days. Uh, did everybody just need a little jump start? That's yeah, fine. They're busy. That's cool. I get it. You know, it's Monday. We're all trying to adjust to the fact that we're you know entering a new week. Um, but thank you to Tracy because. Tracy will be our contestant on the 30 second pop culture challenge. What could she win? You guys. That's a great question. Tracy (laughs) could win one of these, a pair of run of engagement movie passes to see Downton Abbey, the movie in theaters right now. I'm so jealous. Tracy, are you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? I am. All right, here we go. Westeros is the fictional location of what TV show? Game of Thrones. Alex Borstein is the voice of Lois Griffin on what TV show? Family Guy. Michelle Williams won her Emmy for portraying what actress slash dancer? Pass. The show Fleabag takes place in what city? London. What is the most nominated show in Emmy history? Game of Thrones. Nope. It's on Saturday. Seinfeld? It's on Saturday. It's on Saturday. Saturday Night Live? Oh, yes, 
but you didn't get the last one, honey. I'm sorry that Tracy did not win today, but we will do that again tomorrow. We play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day at 1230. Let's get to those answers that Tracy did not get correct. All right. Uh, Actually, I think the only one she didn't get was Michelle Williams won her Emmy for portraying what actress slash danseur? That would be Gwen Verdon. Gwen Verdon. Uh, All right, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Got hot Emmy gossip for you in the form of celebrity gossip mysteries. Now, I'm going to say right off the bat, the blind items that I'm not reading essentially say that everyone was on coke last night at the Emmys. Oh, oh so cool. just to get that out of the way. Awesome. Well, they have to maintain those Hollywood figures somehow. Mm. Not that we are condoning that behavior. All right. No, of course not. My God. So here's just our first no. celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Okay. Try to solve this. It has nothing to do with cocaine. Okay. With all the old kid shows being rebooted... This back in the day, a list tween slash teen actress turned a minus list adult actress who still complains about getting bumped off a tabloid cover because of a celebrity death was pushing mm. hard that her old show be rebooted and also star her with kids being secondary. Oh, with kids. being OK, so we're looking for a a minus list. Adult A-list. actress who used to be an A-list tween ah, teen yes. actress. Okay. But she wants to star in the reboot and then have the kids be secondary. You know, like Girl oh. Meets World. Ah, they, the kids were the stars yes. and the adult actors were in the secondary <gasps> roles. Is this, a, this isn't Saved by the Bell. Uh, no, this is not. Uh, okay. And she's still a minus list. Yeah. But she I'm, used to be A-list. She used to be A-list. Oh man! Um, and and she, was she at the Emmys last night? Or this is not—we don't know. Well, apparently. Okay. 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 So, um, was the show? Was she the star of the show? Yes. Okay. She was uh, the star of two very popular teen shows back in the day. Like what decade? The nineties. 90s teen Is it shows. like, um, yeah. oh gosh, oh gosh. And maybe the one, the second one probably straddled into the early 2000s. Oh gosh. This isn't like a, um, what's that family? The Partridge family? Yes, the Partridge family. They were big in the 90s. <laughs> no, um, Katie Holmes? No. Oh, are you thinking of like Dawson's Creek style yeah. families? No, no. So this person starred in the second show had some supernatural things about oh. it. Oh, is it Melissa Joan Hart? That's there what you the go. comment section is no saying. Kidding. Like yes. Clarissa explains it all. Yes. And Sabrina, the teenage witch. Right. Well, Sabrina has already gotten the reboot. Yeah. Treatment, so thinking that she wants to reboot Clarissa explains it all. But she wants to be the star. Interesting. Of that show. Hmm. And apparently back in the day, according to the comments section on crazydaysandnights.net, Melissa Joan Hart still complains about being bumped off the cover of a tabloid because Farrah Fawcett passed away and Michael Jackson passed away I on mean, the same day. And she was rough. doing some spawn con for Nutrisystem or something Ew, like that. Uh, and she still complains about it a decade well, later. That's because she's Melissa Joan Hart. Okay. God love her. 
Wow. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Do it. Because I don't want to say mean things about Melissa Joan Because she's so nice? No, I just... Like, that, I'm sad for her that, that she can't recognize how important celebrity deaths like Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett were. Okay. Compared to her diet plan. Okay. Here's well, another blind item from okay. the Emmys last night. Again, has nothing to do with cocaine. <laughs> I know this previously split acting couple showed up together last night. But the night before, the A-list actor part of that couple was definitely sucking face with someone other than his ex. Ooh. Previously split acting couple. Yes. So they they split previously, but they're showing up together? Yes, they showed up on the Emmy red carpet together last night. Okay. And they're an acting couple. And the A-list actor part, what's the other part? Uh, I would say that she is B-list, but you know her. You would she start on a tween show back in the day? Oh man. Oh, is it Hillary Duff? No. no. Uh, I would argue that he's a little higher than A minus list. He comes from an acting family. And they were previously split, so that yes. but were we not shocked to see them on the red carpet together? Or people were just like they are just hanging out. They filed for divorce a couple of years ago or at the very least separated, but now they're chummy? Together. Okay, so they show up places? And so they show up places together. He is known for his comedic work. He's also a director. Okay. She also played a very iconic character in a reimagining of a very famous sitcom. Oh. Back in the 90s. Oh. Sure, Jan. Oh. oh. Oh, Ben Stiller and Christina. Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor. God, I yeah. I never would have pulled that out of my... Well, again, it's slim pickings because all the blind items are about people doing coke. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you for being coke free. Yeah. That is interesting. I didn't realize, I guess, that they arrived together. Yeah. I didn't Making everybody talk. Together, so. But they're not together because Ben Stiller was sucking face with somebody else. Yeah. But they wanted people to think they were together. That's weird. You know what that is? That's not weird. Relationship. Exactly. Ah. All right. One more. An Emmy-related blind item for Colleen and Bradley to solve here. Here we go. This spy caught this married former AA-list mostly television actress from a now-defunct long-running network show FaceTiming with her former co-star twice during the night. It makes you wonder how many more times they did without the spy noticing. Now, she is married. Well, I... is, Is it Sophie Turner? Denied. Um, now, okay, so we're looking for a former AA minus list, mostly TV actress from a now defunct, long running network. Oh, show. okay, network show. I will tell you, this person, the woman, was a presenter last night at the Emmys. Oh, she wore pants. Was it Amy Poehler? No. Okay. Uh, was it somebody else that wore pants? Yes, clearly, because she just said that. Thank you. I'm trying to and running through who else wore pants. Now, this actress and her co-star are long rumored to be having a long-standing affair with each other and that maybe the female's marriage is a little bit of a showman's, so to speak. Oh god. The show was on ABC. And we are just firing on all no, cylinders. No, this today. is not we're not doing well. Okay, so let me give me an a hint. ABC show. Yep. It's not on the air anymore. Okay. 
That means it's been canceled. Oh, thanks. Carrie um, Washington. Oh, look at you. I got it. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you the co-star is Tony Goldwyn, who played the president. There's a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. Rumor that those two are in a real relationship with each other. Hmm. Carrie Washington's marriage is but for show. Interesting. So the blind item says that Kerry Washington and Tony Goldwyn were FaceTiming each other at the Emmys last night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Good to them. Good All right. Them, but, you know, our spies will. The truth will come out. Is what I'm sure we will have more and more and more uh, leftovers from the Emmys and our blind items as the week goes on. But for now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to take a hot second to take a break from the Emmy coverage because we have to do some Britney coverage. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh is right. We'll tell you what's going on with Britney after this on My Talk 1071. I think that Bradley Trainer can now earn his signi- uh, or his uh, certificate from psychic school because last week you may recall he made a prediction regarding the conservatorship of Britney Spears and it has now come true. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer headline Britney Spears' father, Jamie, will continue to act as her conservator after a judge rejected a challenge by the singer's mother. Uh, This is what sources are saying is going on uh, in the conservatorship of Britney Spears. You will recall that last week, Bradley Trainer said, now that the charges have been dropped or there was really nothing to Mm -hmm. the allegations of uh, the abuse of her, her son, Britney Spears' son, at the hands of Jamie Spears, after he stepped down from the conservatorship, probably that would not last long. Yeah, so we thought that it was obvious when he stepped back from the conservatorship temporarily, but it was through January of 2020, that it was likely um, that he would take back control um, uh, if and when, or let me, I said that wrong. That he was stepping back from the conservatorship because of the investigation that was underway into his behavior regarding her 14-year-old son. Exactly. Then, on Wednesday of last week, we learned that no charges would be filed for Britney Spears' father over those alleged child abuse allegations. And when that came through, I thought, well, don't be surprised now if we see him try to take back control. Because we thought... 
And again, none of this was stated. So nobody's no. saying on the record that that's why he stepped away from the conservatorship. It's just that the timing suggested that. Yep. And now that, um, you know, the charges were not filed and days later he resumes control, it seems only to reason that that was, you know, that was the purpose of him originally stepping back. Now, what do we know about how all this went down? Well, not much, uh, because this is all through a source who spoke to TMZ. Okay, so I want you to sit with that while I read some of the words that the source said. Mm -hmm. Okay, remember, a source tells TMZ. Oh, okay. Not, this is not confirmed by any of the necessary parties. Uh, A source told TMZ that Britney Spears uh, is not is not doing well. Quote, she goes goes through cycles and hopefully we're at the bottom now. But that Jamie Spears, uh, the judge ruled in Jamie's favor and uh, and Britney, even though Britney has not spoken to her father since the incident that involved her teenage son. Uh, So this is what the source has told TMZ. So what do we know? Brittany not doing well. Yep. Brittany hasn't talked to her father, who's allegedly the conservator, or is at least in you know working closely with the now appointed conservator Jody Hastings, uh, and that she's not doing well, but that he'll be taking the reins again. Okay, so that so basically, this came from Jamie Spears. Well, I was going to say if it comes from TMZ, that means it's somebody connected to Jamie is talking to TMZ. So whenever TMZ is talking, it's because someone's talking to them. I know that sounds obvious, but actually it's not as though they, uh, they go out and seek answers to questions that they have. They are just a repository or a conduit for the voices behind the scenes. Um, in this case, Jamie Spears yeah. sharing information about stories that we are interested in. So that, that information is suspect um, but here's what I find interesting. There's some wording in here that I find very interesting. The TMZ article says Jody Montgomery. I did I say Hastings? Yeah, I, I don't know where that came oh. from, but doesn't matter. Whatever. Jody Montgomery has been appointed conservator until January, and then Jamie will retake the reins. However, he is still taking care of all of her business affairs. Yeah. See, so he still has his hand in the pot. Yeah, so again, going back to what we initially thought, what we initially thought was this was a move to on paper make it look as though he is not in control of things while he's under investigation for child uh, abuse. Because if he were to be convicted of that or charged with that, I should say, and later convicted, maybe even not. But regardless, if that were to be on paper somewhere, that that would work against him in Uh, That would work against the conservatorship, meaning that could put all of the conservatorship into doubt, which then gives the people who are trying to remove him from the conservatorship, namely her mom, um, more ammunition or more fuel to add to the fire. So by him taking a step back or at least in looking like he's taking, yeah, putting his name or taking his name off, then it's like, well, we've put things in place to make sure that, you know, he's not the one making the you know decisions right now we've got this very qualified paraprofessional well she's a professional um jody montgomery uh in charge of things but we thought at the very time that this was announced well she's just a rubber stamp for anything uh jamie wants yep they just haven't um they just don't want it 
um, his name on it yeah. right now. Yeah, they've just found the loophole yeah. so that yeah, yeah. everything can stay the way it is. Yeah, uh, It's all very odd. It's all very odd. But again, the source says Britney's not doing well. Well, that's obvious to anybody who pays attention to anything that she's doing or saying in the world. So on the one hand, you've got all this legal stuff around the conservatorship, you know, playing out in the courtroom and beyond. But then you also have like all of her stuff. And by her stuff, I mean her Instagram. She's going on this trip to Hawaii. She's showing up on red carpets with Sam Asghari. But by all accounts, she's actually... Um, doesn't want to be there and is being used as a prop to make it look like she's okay, but she's clearly not okay yeah. to anybody that's paying attention or reading between the lines. And that's what I can't understand is like, why, if she's not doing well, yeah, why, what are we doing? What is she, like, why? Who, what's who doing? What, what, what are, the, what is, how is the conservatorship protecting her at this point? If she's going out onto red carpets, et cetera, et cetera. The conservatorship is not protecting exactly. her. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying. it never was meant to. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It's only meant to protect the money that pays the army of people. Yes. And that's what I'm saying is like, I, why can we see this clearly, but it's not a, we're not getting, it's not get, the court going doesn't anywhere. Care. That's true. The court, the court does not care. The court is simply doing its job insofar as this one particular case is concerned. And as long as, you know, the people pulling the strings behind the scenes are making sure that the court gets its needs met, the court's not going to change anything. Ugh, so sad. So at the end of the day, nobody's paying attention to Brittany the way they should. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will resume our Emmy coverage. We got to break down uh, some of the best and worst of the Emmys after this on My Talk 1071. Important holiday PSA. Do not sleep on Old Navy's Jingle Jammies. From iconic plaids to candy cane stripes to merry elves, Old Navy has every festive pajama print for the fam at prices that would make even Santa jealous. Want to match everyone in Buffalo checks, even your dog? Go for it. Sorry, not sorry. But these PJs sell out fast. So pop by an Old Navy store or visit OldNavy.com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.